Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Blue Jays Today, where your boys will always got something to say about Toronto Blue Jays. I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And today, guys, we are really turning our attention to the offseason, and we're going to be looking at five Toronto Blue Jays players who, in our opinions, uh, we think that they could get moved this offseason, guys. There are going to be rumors. There's going to be rumblings. People are going to be on the phone for these players, and we really want to break them down and look at these five Toronto Blue Jays who are probably most likely to get traded. And I do mm. want to put the disclaimer there. Not all five of these guys are going to get traded. Absolutely. That's, that's not going to happen, right? You're not going to see literally every single one of these guys go off the board. We also have not put these in any particular order, right? So we're just going to kind of run through these five players, give our two cents of it, and why we think there there is going to be some rumors surrounding these dudes. Right. There's going to be a ton of moves going on this offseason. You know, a lot of personnel changes with this team. As we've yeah. seen, it's not ag- absolutely working in the postseason yeah. so uh hey none of these guys could get traded either as well That's so possible. you know what i mean like we could just be staying with the same dudes but if they want to shake things up these are the most likely dudes this is probably the way to do it starting things off folks Nate Pearson. Now, I put him in a video very recently talking about the five Toronto Blue Jays who I think are not going to be on the team anymore. So far, that list is looking pretty solid, everybody. I mean, Ross Atkins came out and basically wished yes. farewell to three out of five of those guys on that list. And I do think that Nate Pearson, it's just not been working with the Toronto Blue Jays, right? right. And that's not for lack of trying. The Blue Jays, they have given him every opportunity, and, and whether it be a health issue or just performances on the field, it just feels like he really hasn't been able to, to find himself with Toronto. Yeah, it does feel like that, right? He showed a little bit of glimpse. I think we saw the best version of Nate Pearson that first half this year mm-hmm. uh, when he was pitching for like a sub three, like really low whip. But then you can see numbers rounded out. He got set to AAA, got called back up a little bit later in September, 4.85 ERA mm-hmm. and the whip of 1.266. Now, the, the good thing about Nate Pearson is you're not really in any rush to trade Nate Pearson. Uh, you look at here, he, he just finished his final year of pre-arb. He's going to arbitration one next year. Probably going to be super cheap, uh, if we're going to be honest. Probably going to be around 1 million, maybe even 900,000, probably the, almost the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, for me, it's not like a, a need to trade away Nate Pearson. If someone comes knocking, I wouldn't say no. Maybe they're knocking for some potential right there, and we're willing to give it up because he really hasn't showed it to a, to a full season. But, hey, if we don't trade him, hey, we got three more seasons. He could be an up-and-down kind of guy that we have control over uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays in that bullpen. Yeah, the way that I look at Nate Pearson is I think that he's still a guy, based on his contract, that does have potential. I just think that the Toronto Blue Jays, if you're looking at it, this is not working out for you. It doesn't mean that it's not going to work out for another team. So when you are engaging them in those trade conversations, he's probably going to be a name that comes up very regularly about somebody that you can throw in or that you can add on to the deal. You also look at our bullpen. Our bullpen is pretty stacked. And yep. even though we are going to be losing Jordan Hicks, right, and Chad Green, maybe. He does mm -hmm, have a club mm -hmm. option, so we don't know what's going to happen there. Most of the guys in the bullpen are going to be staying put, right? So right. I think that when you have a bullpen that stacked, that elite, you want to keep it that way. And right now, having a four ERA guy, five ERA guy that is Nate Pearson, maybe they want to move on from that. You maybe, know? you know, and again, maybe they want to see if he somehow strikes some uh, potential later With on. With some other right? squad. And yeah. that's 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 the whole trade argument right for there. For real, you know? for real, dude. Number four on this list for the Toronto Blue Jays, we got to talk <laughs> about Alec freaking Manoa, dude. If you would have told me a year prior that I was making a video, we were seriously yeah. talking about Alec Manoa potentially getting traded in the offseason. I would said, dude, like, what are we on? That's blasphemous. Yeah. Like, literally, like, shut us yeah. down immediately because clearly we are crazy. But right now, based on what we saw this season, based on mm -hmm. what we saw his performance, and, and most importantly, what happened off the field, mm -hmm. right? Most importantly, what happened off the field, I think that there is... There could be a very serious argument for why Alec Manoa might get moved this, this offseason. There, there is. I mean, it's, especially if there is some sort of uh, upper management disagreement, there's some disgruntledness amongst the team and mm -hmm. his teammates with Alec Manoa. There definitely could be an, uh, that would be the reason to get rid of him because yeah. right now, if he if he didn't have that off the field stuff and he got sent down in the minors, he had a really bad year. I would kind of be full support of Alec. Let's do it. Let's hit, you know Burrios bounce back year. Yes. You know you, you were you were bad. You, you got sent down. We had other guys take over your job. Totally cool, man. Come back next year and play. And, and but again, the off-field stuff obviously changed the narrative. You also could throw in, and we talked about this before the mm -hmm. podcast. You could throw in that Ross Atkins come out here saying, "Hey, you know, uh, it's all good. We're super excited about Alec Manoa next year. You know, we want him back. We want him playing for the rotation." Now, what do you, I know you covered it uh, when you were breaking down right. this weekend about Ross's uh, comments in that in that press conference. Mm -hmm. What do you take of that uh, of those comments about Alec Manoa? Uh, I think that Ross. Atkins press conference was just a cataclysmic disaster across all. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Areas, you know, it was just horrible, folks. And for my sanity as a Toronto Blue Jays fan, I need to put zero weight on what it was that he said, right? So really, like he so said, just talk. It was just I, what people I needed think to hear. So, dude, right. I, I think that he was he was trying to be as um, he was trying to take a no stance, really. Right, you know, and right. no blame on him. You're taking no stance at all. <laughs> trying to save his job. That's, that's what it sounds exactly, like. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I think that's what Toronto Blue Jays fans, you know, like because we're already upset about the playoff loss. Then when you come out and you do that act like it's no big deal yeah and, and that's what pisses a lot of people off right there is a big deal with Akmanoa and the fact that you're coming in and you're saying oh I'm excited about him how is that possible yeah. right there's been reports about how there's there's problems with him yeah. and and the coaching staff and the management not to mention his on the field performance so I put zero I put literally zero weight on what Ross Atkins has to say I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of Akmanoa rumors coming out oh, absolutely maybe some stuff that we don't like maybe I, some I, stuff that paints him in a bad light right but I think that all of that it lends to, to our argument right now as to why he maybe might get traded this offseason. And, you know, to support the getting traded this offseason argument, I mean, hey, you could just be saying that stuff. Everything's fine. We, we want, we're looking forward to Alec Manoa playing again in 2024, mm -hmm. pitching at a high caliber, right, Cy Young level, because, hey, if there is some sort of a uh, trade, you know, you want to make their guy look good. You don't want to come in here and say, yeah, we have problems with this dude. That's very true. Because you immediately ruin his value. That's very true. Yeah, you're right. If he did yeah. come out, yeah. There's, there's literally yeah. no benefit for him to come out and say, yeah. we're going to trade this guy guaranteed. Yeah, or there's so, problems here. He, he, you know, we've had some disagreements. Da, da, yeah. da, da. No. No. Yeah. So I put no, I really do put no weight on what he said. Really monitor Alec Noah, monitor his social media, monitor yeah. everything, guys, yeah. because what happens with him, uh, something's going to go down. It might be a trade. It might be. Sure. It might be. All right, next one, guys. We had uh, two pitchers right there. This is going to be our first position player. And in an offseason where we're looking to add mm. probably a lot of position players, uh, you wouldn't think that we get traded. But this guy's kind of fallen to the bottom of the, I guess, depth chart yeah. in the infield yeah, for the Toronto Blue Jays roster. And that's Santiago Espinal. I mean, man, it's been ups and downs. I mean, just like in, just like Captain Biggio, I'll even throw him. Not that we're going to trade him. I think we're going to obviously keep him after his great ending to the season. Mm -hmm. But like he, he had he had potential of being the starting second baseman at one point with his tenure of the Toronto Blue Jays, and now it's Kevin Biggio. So you know he's kind of now on the downswing of that starting yeah. job. And when you have a, a bunch of young infielders like Addison Barger, you know, and you got a Relvis Martinez, they're coming up to the big leagues. Espinal, I mean, hey, we know what you are. You're good. Maybe some other team out there will pay to have you start mm -hmm. every day second base, which he can for for many of the MLB teams out there. So maybe we send him off, try some new faces in this clubhouse. Yeah, I like I like how you were talking about how yes, you know it's it's kind of been a roller coaster of who's winning that second base job, mm -hmm. and right now it's Kevin Biggio. And I think for Santiago Espinal, he's just found himself at the bottom of that yeah. roller coaster at the wrong time, yeah, right? Yeah. If this was last offseason, we wouldn't really be talking about this because there's nobody else to fill in that job. But because you are at the bottom right now, and there's so many other young guys mm -hmm. who really want to come up, who have a lot of potential, who could play your role. I think that's why you're going to hear his name pop up, uh, pop up a lot. He might actually be, mm -hmm. in my opinion, out of everybody that we talk about on this list, the most likely 
And I, I would I would actually bet right. I do think he's going to get traded. I would say yeah. for sure yeah. I do think that he's going to get traded this offseason with all the prospects coming in, with right. the fact that Kevin Biggio looks really good, mm-hmm. all of that. I think Santiago Espinal's gone. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could make an argument too. I'm trying to play devil's advocate right here. You know, you, there is no Matt Chapman. Are they going to go and get a new third baseman? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's the only guy that really can play a good, solid third base. You have Cam Bishop, of course, but then then and then there's the argument: who's going to play second? Yeah. Right. So this Espinal. So uh, you could make an argument: the young guys, yep. or either go out and find someone. But there is a reality where he stays. Uh, but I think if they want to like kind of switch things up, maybe there's a deal out there for him because again, he's got three years left on his. He's going into arbitration two. Yeah. Uh, he has two, three, four coming up. So if someone's like saying, "Hey, this is juicy. We could we get this guy. We'll send you a, uh, this really good pitcher you like, or maybe like some maybe a bat with some thump, or another yep. third baseman potentially. That could be. I could see a reality of that happening. Completely agree, dude. Fourth guy that we wanted to talk about here, everybody that might get traded by the Toronto mm. Blue Jays is you say freaking Kikuchi now. Time for a quick shout out to Betway. Betway is the best place to make all of your sports bets on all of your favorite teams. Betway is also in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Must be 19 years older to participate. And guys, please bet responsibly. Now back to the content. You say Kikuchi. He was solid this year, and and I hate that the thing that I remember him the most <laughs> for is the loss that we just had yeah. in the wild card. Yeah. Not necessarily his fault. Obviously, he didn't come out and, and pitch incredibly in that outing, yeah. but there was just so much controversy surrounded about that that that's kind of what I remember him for. But this was his best season yeah, so his best in year. the major leagues, right? And maybe you're arguing, well, this was his best season in the major leagues. I mean, like, why would you want to trade him after right. this? because potentially the value is at its highest. Mm-hmm. And he's only got one year left. The Toronto Blue Jays, I think that you're gonna start to see mentality shift where we're trying to get money off of the books right now because Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s contract's coming up and Boba Shett's mm-hmm. contract's coming up and we gotta pay them at some point, right? So I think that they're not gonna be spending a whole lot of money this offseason. And you say Kikuchi with his value at his highest and Ricky Tiedman waiting mm-hmm. in the wings. And if we are to believe this stuff about Alec Manoa, right. Maybe it's time to move on and, and send them somewhere else. It wouldn't be the first time the Toronto Blue Jays trade away a guy with one year left on his deal that actually impacted the team in a very positive way the year before. Teoscar Hernandez. Prime Lourdes example. Gurriel Jr. Prime right? example. They, 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 can, they do that. They, if you want to flip him and get a bat or you want to flip him for someone maybe a little bit younger, mm-hmm. right, in, in that like in that infield, in that outfield, I could see a reality. Look, we have a bunch of starting pitchers, right? You're still going to have Gosman, still going to have Bassett. You're still going to have Burry. And then, yes, if you get Alec Manoa, maybe you get add one more free agent pitcher. Like, you, you have so many options that trading him, right, when you have a surplus in that area could be actually a very intelligent thing to do. I love yeah. Kikuchi, yeah. but it could be a very intelligent thing to do from a clubhouse. I think, and a I think you're on to something there relating it back to Taylor, relating mm-hmm. it back to Lord, right? Because at that point, when they traded them, our offense was top three in the yes, league. It was. Our offense was top three mm-hmm. in the league, and we were thinking to ourselves, okay, well, we, we need bullpen now. So mm-hmm. what do we do? We switch. We we flip them for some bullpen. We flip them for some pitchers. And Dalton Varsho's standpoint, it's defense, right? right. Uh, but but I think you're looking at the team right now. You're going, well, we have great pitching. We need bats. <laughs> Watch. You know? then we, then we We're going to do bats. it again. It's like, no, our pitching yeah. sucks. Literally. No. <laughs> it, well, it's, it's a constant struggle with this team, right? But, but it does feel like that's the yeah. way they operate, right? Yeah. It's like, well, we have a surplus right here. Same with the catchers, yeah, right? Same with the we catchers. We have a surplus at the catching position. We wanted better defense. We're going to trade one of them away. We have a surplus at pitching right now. You say Kikuchi's value is at its highest. Mm-hmm. He's got one year left, and you have dudes waiting in the wings. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think so. All right, guys. Last one, and please hold on to your hats, folks, because this isn't, again, a guarantee. We don't think it's going to happen, but some articles have already come out and talked about this guy potentially being traded. 
And that is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Mm -hmm. Now, you look around the Toronto Blue Jays team, there isn't a whole lot of core guys that you really want to be trading. The only one could be Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Why? Well, he's got two years left. We have two back-to-back quote-unquote disappointing seasons for someone who literally came runner-up in the MVP in 2021. Mm -hmm. So if he's not really hitting his ceiling, he's got two years left. Do you let him walk at the end? Do you sign him to a deal? Right now, I wouldn't be getting him the deal that he wants because he really hasn't been proving that he can do 2021 all over again. Mm -hmm. So do you trade him now when he's got some juicy value? Someone will pay up for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for two years. What do you do? What do you do, Nick? I think I think it's very possible. Before before I yeah. give my full opinion, I do just want to uh, credit this quote right here coming in uh, uh, by uh, by the Brady Farkas show saying that I think it's something that they now need to consider, right? And I think that that's the most important mm-hmm. thing to take away from this. In years prior, you blame you bring up a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. trade, people laugh you out mm-hmm. of the room. People mm-hmm. say, "What the hell are you talking about, man? Like this is this is the guy that we're building around. We're going to give him three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. We're going to put a statue, Vladimir Guerrero <laughs> Jr. in front of Rogers Center, right?" This guy's going to be great for us. We're going to retire his jersey. That conversation, that's no longer happening. And based on the way that he performed in clutch moments in this season, and and, I mean the wildcard series and everything like that, I think you got a lot of bitter Toronto Blue Jays fans. And I think that you're looking at him and you're going – Damn, like, are are you the guy that's going to be the core player? Like, do we want to build the franchise yeah. around you? And I think that you're really now starting to have those thoughts about, well, we got a bunch of other young guys coming up now. We got a bunch of top tier prospects that are going to start making their debut. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s uh, uh, value will not be higher than this in the in uh, his current mm-hmm. time frame of contract that he's on. Maybe we need to start entertaining those conversations. Right, right. And, and it's it's tricky, right? Because if you trade away Vladimir Guerrero Jr., mm-hmm. what the hell is your offense going to be now? Because if you still look at it, forget the expectations that we had on Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he's still a good player. Still a good right? player. Like, I still want a guy driving in 90 RBIs yeah. and, and you know hitting around that 800 OPS and hitting 20 bombs. And I still want that player on yeah. my team with a good batting average, all that kind of stuff. If we forget that expectation, why would I ever trade away Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? And why? It's because of his name mm. and what people think around the league of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You think he could at any moment spark and like really carry your team, mm-hmm. carry that offense for an entire season and, and bring it to the playoffs if you're a competitive team. So for me, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that you know, you're going to hear offers. Like always people are going to be knocking and ringing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to hear about what is on what's the offer for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. What do you want for him? But I think you've got to ride with him until the end because again, he's still a good player and in mean, Blue Jays current situation mm-hmm. with our offense we can't be giving up any bats. Well, I mean, I'll throw this name out to you guys because this sounded blasphemous at the time that it happened, and maybe it still is a little blasphemous. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. Boston Red Sox had an extremely competitive team, probably more competitive at that point with Mookie Betts than ours is right now. They right. had a great lineup. They had everything. But they decided that their franchise, the way that they, the direction that they wanted to take their franchise yeah. was not going to be with that player. And right. they traded him away to the Dodgers and they paid him all the money in the world and got a bunch of prospects in return. I'm not saying <laughs> that that's the direction that we are going to go in, but this is something that is very possible in the league when you only have two years left on your deal and you're not necessarily being the guy that everybody thought that you were going to be, these conversations are going to happen, mm-hmm. man. And I would not be surprised in the slightest if some scary reports come out with the Toronto Blue Jays yeah. actually getting on the phone and talking about this. And here's what's crazy about Mookie Betts. I mean, he, he was better. He was <laughs> way, way better. better. <laughs> when they traded he him, was way, way better. better. And, they, and they got like a couple good prospects, but they had, I mean, Verdugo's the one guy that pans out, but 
He's just an average dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not, he's nothing special. It's, so it you're really not going to get a ton. It's a roll the dice roll the type dice. of thing, man. And, uh, and, and I credit that quote again. One mm -hmm. thing that they talked about was the direction of this team mm -hmm. could be shifting this off season. Right. Ooh. And it might not necessarily be a direction that we want to go. Well, we're going to have to wait and see guys. We're going to be covering all of the blue Jays off seasons, free agent news, rumors, trade rumors, all that right here on blue Jays today. All right, guys, what do you think? Leave your thoughts in the comments down below about all these blue Jay players that could be traded this off season. Is there anyone on this list that we missed? Let us know. Mm -hmm. Also three days a month, come a Patreon member. Shout out and thank you to every single one of our current Patreon members and the YouTube members as well. All of you guys are so appreciative. Appreciated. Also, massive shout out to all the support that we've been getting on mm -hmm. all the videos recently. I know the Toronto Blue Jays just left. Everybody is just like trying to figure out what's going next. But we appreciate every single one of yeah. you guys for coming, tuning in, liking, subscribing, man. 20,000 subscribers Ooh, on the way. Soon, guys. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, go, go Jays, go! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.